Welcome to the Healing Hub Podcast, a podcast dedicated to those living with CRPS and designed to provide hope and empower you to reach your goals and your dreams. I'm your host, Dr. Tracy Patterson. Join me weekly where we will be discussing CRPS, sharing personal stories, and even talking with guests. Hello and welcome to the Healing Hub Podcast. This is Dr. Tracy Patterson and I'm your host. And I'm glad that you're able to join me on this exciting episode. On today's podcast, we're going to be talking about how to deal with the holidays. This is a season when so many of us talk about the holidays, the stress, the anxiety, or simply feeling overwhelmed as the holidays approach. And this is why I wanted to discuss this topic today. So let's jump in. The holidays are a complex time for so many people, especially those living with CRPS and other forms of chronic pain, even sometimes our caregivers. On one hand, we want to be joyful and happy and cheery for those holidays to spend time with our friends, our family, our loved ones. There are parties to attend, treats to eat, family to see, those holly jolly times to share. But on the other hand, it can also be the time when we feel less resourceful, where those triggers start coming out, especially when we're dealing with CRPS and other forms of chronic pain. Now, even those that have lost a loved one or gone through trauma or are just carrying around a lot of stress and anxiety, the holidays can be a difficult time. The holiday season can be filled with different triggers or pressures at different times. And there are so many people that look forward to the holidays prior to their diagnosis. But with the heavy burden that we're already carrying around in everyday life, the pain, the frustration, the isolation, the anxiety, the brain fog, the loss of motivation, the holidays can simply feel overwhelming for a lot of us. Now, family and friends try to understand what we're going through, but they don't always understand the feelings of the fear, the isolation, for some people, vulnerability, but also that increased pain that can come with these other triggers that drive the discomfort. And it can make it hard to spend time or even look forward to those holiday gatherings. So if this sounds like you, I hope the podcast is going to offer you a few new tools to help cope with the holidays and the various triggers that may come up. Now, this is the season when so many of us in the past have looked forward to the holidays. But now, there's something about that holiday stress that sometimes ramps us up thinking about the commitments, the chores, the burdens of every single thing that comes with it. Now, all of these things can feel overwhelming. And we don't always hear about triggers that are associated with the holiday season. But when we're dealing with CRPS or chronic pain or maybe other conditions, we've got to be aware of these things so that we can put tools in place 
that are going to help us move forward. Now, a lot of us have tremendous, great memories associated with the holidays, but now all of a sudden we're in a different phase of our life, a different place where the holidays look a little bit differently when we're dealing with CRPS. And it's not uncommon to spend the whole year just thinking, gosh, what am I going to do around that holiday season, especially knowing that there are going to be triggers. So if this is you and you're dreading upcoming social events or the holidays, or you have some fears or just some unknowns, there are some important self-care points that are going to help you this holiday season. One, acknowledge and expect that you may feel triggered. Two, get curious about what those triggers are and how would you normally respond. Three, Get creative and actionable about how you're going to cope, what you're going to do to minimize those triggers, and then what you can do for yourself for some self-care. And fourth, using insights and ideas to put together that self-care plan before that particular event or the holiday. So let's start diving into each one of these a little bit further to try and give you some tips and pointers that may be helpful. So acknowledge and expect that you may feel triggered. So what is a trigger? A trigger is a person, a place, an event, something that increases our stress, our anxiety. We feel overwhelmed and those things in turn are going to increase our pain levels. So when we know what those triggers are, then all of a sudden it's a lot easier to put things in place to minimize those. Now, I also want you to know that you're not alone. Many people have different triggers and they're challenged over the holiday season. And it can be a hard time for so many people. It's just most individuals aren't talking about it. We bottle it up inside. Now, one of the most supporting and compassionate things you can do for yourself is simply acknowledge and expect that there may be triggers, there may be some stress, there may be some anxiety or feeling anxious. But simply knowing can be that first step towards being able to support yourself. Now, get curious about why you get triggered or what those specific triggers are and how would you respond typically? Now, knowing about this, knowing about the people, the places, the circumstances that tend to be those triggers can help you craft that self-care plan, a plan that can help minimize the triggers or limit your exposure to them and provide you with the resources when those triggers show up. Support yourself to self-reflect about what those triggers are and how you would typically respond. So think about five examples of people, places, or situations that have historically in the past triggered you. It could be any particular thing. It can be a parent, a sibling, a coworker, a spouse. It could be anyone. It could also be a place or a circumstance. Now list five examples of how you would usually respond in the past when you were feeling triggered about your thoughts, the urges, the feelings that typically come up and how would you have responded? An example 
an urge to flee or just get away from the situation, feeling panicked, feeling trapped, feeling overwhelmed. Then list five examples of what's helped you in the past when you're feeling a trigger. Maybe it's calling a friend. Maybe it's something specific that helped bring your stress levels down. And get creative and actionable about how you cope and how you can self-soothe when you're triggered, meaning taking care of yourself. And I don't think that pretending that we're not going to get triggered is realistic. Instead, it's about putting in place the things that are really going to help you and focusing your attention and your energy on building a big toolbox of coping skills and tools that are going to help minimize those triggers. And if you haven't used tools, this is a great time to start putting them together. Building yourself a, quote, toolbox of creativity, things that are going to help bring those stress levels down, and start putting those things together. List out five examples of how you can structure time over the holidays to not feel so triggered. List five examples of how you can set positive boundaries with family members, verbally, physically, mentally, emotionally. Create a, quote, safe harbor. List out five people that you can call, text, FaceTime, Zoom with, someone that you can reach out to, a friend, a mentor, someone that's a compadre, so to say. And develop things that ground you. Grounding techniques are absolutely amazing with recentering ourselves or balancing out our thoughts. Now, a grounding technique can be looking around a room and finding five things that you can see. A grounding technique can be bringing your fingers to your thumb, a tactile response. A grounding technique could be a worry stone. There are a number of different things that are grounding techniques that can help with this. Craft a things that comfort you list and list out five things that bring you comfort when you're feeling stressed out. Maybe it's a favorite blanket, a favorite sweatshirt, a specific music list. Maybe it's watching videos. Maybe it's something else. And write a places and activity feel-good list. List out five places that you go or miscellaneous things that you can do either by yourself or with someone else. And these are all little things that can help. And using these insights and ideas and putting together that self-care plan Putting it in place before that particular event, before the holidays, and before that particular outing. And that way, if you're in a situation, you know how you can respond. You know the things that you can do to help minimize those triggers. And if you've been taking mental notes as you're going through this, or even physical notes, you should have a pretty good list of insights into specific holiday triggers and maybe even a handful of steps that you can take to take care of yourself. And like I mentioned earlier, it may not necessarily come down to this. You may not need this huge toolbox over the holiday season. 
But at the same time, it's important to have that pre-built, ready-to-use list in case you need it. So spend some time going back through this and start putting together those insights, putting together those lists, putting together that toolbox, so to say. And most importantly, having compassion for yourself during the holiday season. This is a time of year that can be hard for so many people. So it's time to realize that self-care is key. Take the time to slow down and provide yourself with that TLC that you need and consider it a gift to yourself. Now, I hope that this podcast has given you some tips or some insight as to different things that you can do to help with coping mechanisms going in to these specific holiday season. Maybe it's a particular event or an outing. And I hope the Healing Hub podcast has brought you some positive resources and information and maybe even a ray of sunshine and hope. Remember, together, we can make a difference. 